Misha's engaged. Ah, ah, I'm so excited. I feel like, I still feel like it's a dream, actually. Aw, so cool. This is our first episode we're recording since the engagement, less than a week ago. Yes, and um, we haven't consummated the engagement yet. I've never heard that as a thing. I have never used it because I've never been engaged. But yeah, um... I mean, there's good reason. I it's all, it's that time of the month, and you know we're just not trying to be dirty excuses, for our first time, excuses. you know. And I will say, because he'd be mad, we did do something the day of, but it was before. So, yeah, we haven't done it as an engaged couple yet. Got it. But it's gonna go down when we can. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, so. If you're curious about how often people in America have sex on average, I am. Here we go. Dating couples who don't live together. Okay. On average, they have 1.1 sexes <laughs> per week. <laughs> Why did my brain just stop? 1.1. 1. 1.1 sex. I don't know what to they say. They have sex 1.1 <clears throat> times a okay, week. Okay, so probably like full on sex once and then like half a hand job. <laughs> what is even half a hand job? Like, you give a hand job, they don't fit it. <laughs> Damn. This is definitely going to be an R-rated episode, guys, <laughs> just in case you can't tell. Okay, so dating couples that are living together mm-hmm. on average have sex 1.6 times per week. Okay. And married couples 1.2 times per week. So they're actually like perfectly in the middle. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess, so I guess we're all having sex equally. I mean, or give or take. Yeah, I think there's this common stereotype that once you get married, you have less sex. This all but goes down. According to this, that's not the case. Phew! <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, today we are talking about sex in a relationship. And when we say relationship, we're talking about committed monogamous relationships. Yep. We're going to have a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Loud. And Louder. With, with Holly, Holly and Misha. Misha. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about painful sex, to be specific. Jesus. I love that you you replaced let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. You just want to talk about the bad things. All right, let's. I'm getting this out of the way, guys. Yep. Before Misha and I share the survey responses from that sex and relationship survey we sent out months ago. Months ago, ago. yeah. Um, and before we dive into like our own personal experiences, I just got to get something out of the way. I'm about to be super vulnerable. Do it. Um, I think up until like a year ago, I didn't talk about this to anyone and I kept it to myself. There was like a lot of shame and embarrassment, but um, I... I would say maybe like a year into marriage, okay. I started noticing like I would have pain sometimes during sex and always after sex. I don't think I ever, okay, so because we've talked about this, obviously. I don't think I've ever realized that it this has not been an always thing. No, and that's what's Damn, so, so terrible. you know what great sex I is. I do. Oh. And it's, that, that's what makes it so much worse. Yeah, that's Because that's it was bad. like gradual over time where I'm like, where is this coming from? Um, so like during, it can feel more like stabby and uncomfortable. Um, Misha's holding her crotch right now. (laughs) But a lot of times, like it can be great. It can be fine. But almost always afterwards, it's like my vagina is on fire. Like I'm in so much pain. Uh, uh Ibuprofen and Tylenol won't do anything. I basically just have to like wait 30 to 40 minutes for it to go away. And it's so, so terrible and frustrating. Oh my gosh. Um, so in the beginning, I definitely hit it. I was really like, like from him. Yeah, from oh. like everyone. Like again, my acting so you're like, skills this feels so good. <laughs> my acting skills came in handy, and then I think one night where things really changed for me, where I was like, I need to like, a be honest and yeah. b like do something Figures about this. this out. Yeah, was like. Again, I was pretending like everything was fine. And then we were like, good night. I love you. And I literally turned my back to him and was just like silently crying. Oh, Holly. It was awful. That's like from a movie. Oh, my God. Um, And like, you ever see the memes where it's like, 
the both couples and one is like on the other side thinking like dreaming of lollipops and then you're just on the other side like <laughs> that was he was me. like that was great you're like uh-huh oh so i mean one reason i didn't want to say anything is of course like my brain goes to worst case scenarios i he's was gonna like leave you. i was like yeah he he's going to be like well you know i don't want to cause you pain but if we aren't going to be having lots of sex then I'm going to go find it elsewhere. And oh. like, like I was so Because that is totally his personality. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But like, I just had this horrible stereotype of men in my head. It's like, they crave sex all the time. you can't give it, and we out of here. Yeah, if you can't get it, then they're definitely just going to like, I find a woman on the side. I got prostitutes on my phone at any given time. <laughs> yeah, so that's what was going through my head. Finally, I was like hey, this is, like, really serious and bad. Like, I'm really going through something. And, again, like, this was one of the few things, like, I didn't even tell my sisters for years. Like, I just... And it was so awkward and embarrassing because sometimes people share stories of, like, amazing sex that they had and, like, how crazy they're being. And I would just sit there and be so frustrated that, like, that wasn't me. Especially if it was someone where it was, like, a one-night stand. I'm like... I am in a relationship where I am in love with him so much and like I can't properly express oh, it, you damn, know. Girl. So it it was a doozy. But first, before I actually saw a medical doctor, I got therapy because my instinct as a woman was to think my pain probably isn't real because I've never heard of this. So it's probably just in my head. This is probably psychological, and that's actually the reason I first got a therapist. Was what? I thought okay maybe with like the purity culture I was raised in. Well, hold like, up, hold up. So sex was the main reason why Hallie got a therapist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually kind of impressed by that, but also like you didn't realize that other things were going on. <laughs> I know. I thought I was like really good in every other aspect, and, and then, then the first session you're like, fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're gonna need to get into a lot more than just painful sex, and. And she told me, she's like, you know, it very well could be psychological. Like, there are people who have, like, either past abuse or, yeah, like, severe guilt and shame where, like, their body reacts to it. And she said part of it still could be that if I would be, like, tensing up or feeling, like, dirty or wrong or blah, blah, blah. Right. But then it got to a point where I was like, I'm getting more and more comfortable with that aspect and the pain is still there. If anything, it's getting worse. And I was like... All right, I'm just going to go to a gynecologist. I'm going to find one that specializes in pain and, like, issues. Pussy pain? You know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Hashtag pussy pussy pain. pain. (laughs) Um, So I booked the appointment, and the so she, of course... I remember this. Was this the whole pelvic floor thing? Oh, yes. (laughs) We'll get into that. So... She asked me a ton of questions about my symptoms, my history, my relationship. And she did get into some psychological things and, like, mm-hmm. was trying to rule out a bunch of various options. And then did the physical exam. And she was like, I'm just going to, um, like, put light pressure in different areas. Let me know if there's pain and if it's, like, 1 to 10. And there were points where I was like, oh, God, nine, nine, nine. I was like a German person. Like, Like, stop, no. Um, And there were a couple parts where I was like, oh, okay, that's like five, six, whatever. But, like, there were, like, three different points where I was, like, trying not to, like, meet her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what are you, like, can I ask what you're doing? And she literally showed me. She had a Q-tip and was lightly pressing with a Q-tip. And honestly, I wanted to cry with relief that, like, there is a physiological issue and I'm not crazy. Like, it was such a relief. I was like, awesome. And she was like, so there's a lot of inflammation. Wow. Like, your nerves are super, um, like, hypersensitive. And it's to the entrance, which is why, like, it can feel good in some ways and then terrible in other ways. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was really bad. But at the same time... It just felt great to know that that there was like an actual physiological problem and then there were things we could try and like do to fix it. Yeah. But like I just walked out and I was like, I'm not normal. I, I just have, have a, a broken problem. pussy. That's all good. Honestly, I can fix it. 
part of me was like well you can fix it right like didn't they give you exercises so aren't you supposed to be kegelin over here so it's kind of tricky because it's not like oh yeah take this medication and it's for sure gonna go away it's like oh this could be there could be a series of reasons and even if we try to address them might never totally work but i'm i just it's interesting that it wasn't there like i wonder what it, how it evolved if it wasn't like that before. So I mean, she, I guess that's our the bodies. two re- main reasons she was thinking for me was hormonal changes. And that's why like she gave me a cream to put on twice a day that has like testosterone in it to oh. balance out some things. Okay. I know it sounds weird. Like I didn't grow like a muscular hairy juice. vagina. <laughs> and then I, and then I had to see... I'm just picturing a muscular vagina. I'm picturing a vagina with like arms and it's flexing. <laughs> and it just like punches the penis. Hey, get out of here! Misha, I think we just came up with a new like cartoon. Yeah. Alright guys, that's plan The B masculine vagina. <laughs> um, so I started doing that, but it's expensive. It's It's $50 for this gel. Per tube of lube? Yeah, and it, how, how it lasts like it? eight weeks. Oh. Um, but then the other thing she wanted me to do was pelvic floor therapy. Yeah. Which is what you're referencing before. I'm doing it right now. You oh <laughs> no no no. This is with a therapist. Oh. A physical oh, therapist. Oh, but yes, okay. you're talking about Kegel exercises. Yes. So there are at home exercises I can do. One is like to take um like the outer casing of a tampon or like um like a washcloth and just like find the points that hurt and literally just like lightly rub on it to try and desensitize it like make it get used to being touched which is not comfortable at all or like yeah like sucking in and holding an object Mm -hmm. like not an object like a a q-tip or a like tampon applicator pictured a ball (laughs) um or like holding and releasing like there's a variety of things i don't know why i'm going into such detail but it started with an actual therapist who like puts on gloves puts her hands up there finds like tight areas or areas that are like like off in some way and then she like massages them or does different things which like hurts because she's finding the parts that are wrong or like out of whack and then like digging into them um and then there were things that she would do even with like my hips or like just working on alignment but again even with insurance that's 150 dollars per session oh damn and i did like eight before i was like i can't afford this anymore like Sorry. And then I ran out of my gel and I was like, I guess I'm just going to hope for the best. And it's weird because there are periods of time where like things are really good and like I'm not really experiencing any or very little pain. And then the next day it's like bad all over again. So again, I don't know if it's like my hormonal cycle. It's it's very confusing. And I think it's also hard because I don't I don't know people who have this experience. Yeah. Like, it feels very... If Rare. you have and you feel comfortable talking, please DM us on Instagram and so yeah, she needs some pussy pain friends. <laughs> Honestly, guys, like I remember getting so pissed at TV shows where like they wouldn't even like warm up or use lube or anything or condoms and and yeah and then. They'd have this amazing, perfect sex, and then the woman would orgasm immediately from, like, just penetration. And then they just lay back and, down, and no yeah. one goes and get a washcloth. Right. Coffee. I'm like, yeah. this is unrealistic for so many reasons. But yeah. also, I was like, I know it's rare, but I would love to see a TV show where, like, a woman struggles with painful sex. Yeah. Where it's, like, not always perfect and hot and steamy. Where she goes, oh, sorry, I need you to stop. Like, we need to do a different position or, like, try again tomorrow. Because it, I just wanted to be represented. <laughs> I would love to see that on the show, actually. But seriously, like, I just I want to be represented. Pe- when you, people I, say, like, we need more representation on TV shows, I just, we need to make sure that that gets out there. Because I don't think that people are thinking that. Right. But, but it needs to be seen. And I know, like, there are even people where maybe it's not as severe as my situation, but they will still have, like, a strange, you know, like sexual encounter here Oh, I used there. to have pain with my IUD, for sure. Maybe it That's is it. my IUD. Did you hit, Wait, did you not have your pain before the IUD? It was a gradual thing, so I don't know how to pinpoint. It, I definitely had pain with my IUD. Maybe that's... Maybe I should just rip that sucker out. Take it. You want to... We can go... Right now? Okay, All hold, right, we'll guys. Be back. <laughs> we accidentally forgot to turn off the mic. You just hear... <laughs> 
That's Hold me. Still. That's me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but again, like I just realized this is a physiological issue. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm still like I can still this was a big thing. I can still be sexual and sexy and feminine and have these issues. Yeah. And like obviously my partner doesn't want me to like grit my teeth and bear through painful sex. Good. He'd rather right, he's <laughs> not good. insane. <laughs> he'd rather have me like stop and like try something different or like just stop altogether, which I always beat myself up about and was like God, like, I'm such a, like, horrible wife. Like, I'm in my 20s. I should be having great sex all the time. Like, I just get so hey. frustrated. But I'm finally learning to just be like, this is a part of my life right now. I hope to God. God, please. I hope it's temporary. I yeah. really hope it's temporary. But if it's not, like... Maybe that anal is going to be coming before 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me be like, man, I wish I had done this 10 years ago. <laughs> All right, so Holly mentioned that we gave out a survey like a couple months ago to <sighs> a lot of people that are within a monogamous committed relationship. So before we go through the results, I'm going to just say, kind of give an idea of who the pool of people were. So This was anonymous on our end, right? but th- we only know this based on the questions people answered. Right. So the first question is, what's your gender identity? Um, th- we had 34 females, 13 males, zero non-binary, and one other. Yeah. Um, sexual identity. So we had 35 that said they're straight. Oh, sorry. The total pool was 48 people. Yeah, 48. So 35 people, around 73% were straight. Um, one being gay, four being lesbian, five bisexual, two pansexual, and one other relationship status so we had eight people that are dating but not living together eight people that are dating and are living together 12 engaged and 20 married although i guess two of those that were dating and living together are now in the engaged because Whitney and i took it who knows some people might have broken up by now <laughs> damn god why do i have to make everything sad yeah you dark soul you goodness and the last question was, how long have you been in a relationship? So we had four that was less than one year, 15, which was our biggest number. That was between one to three years, five that were dating or married for three to five years, 12, five to 10 years, and 12 that have been together 20 plus years. No, no, no. More than 10 years. What did I just say? You said 20 plus. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 10 plus. 10 plus. <laughs> big difference. Big, big difference. Although I guess once you get to that, like... You just keep it on. Anyways. All right. So questions. What did we ask? Okay. So diving in, um, the first one, the first question was, how often do you and your partner engage in sexual activity? We specifically said sexual activity because, you know, sometimes people don't have penetrative sex every time or they like oral the best or, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever gets you off. Yes. So... Um, fun fact first, 7.5% of married people say that they have sex every day. Wow. And that's like... That's impressive. That's a lot. That, that's (laughs) a workout. Basically, a daily workout. Hey, then maybe I do need to be doing it every day. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that was specifically sex, but for our survey, sexual activity... One person said every day. Good for you, girl. Or yeah. Boy. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, majority, or other, I don't know. majority of people that took this were women. Yes. Women or female identifying. Um, four people uh, engage in sexual activity four to six times a week. Okay. This was the most popular. Two to three times per week. Okay. And that was 21 people. Once a week, 12 people. Three times a week, five people. Two times a month. Three people, one time a month, one, and engaging in sexual activity less than once a month, one. Okay. So, like, we're not scientists and put together surveys on the regular. So, I know that there were things where, like, damn, we should have, like, seen out of those how many were, like, have kids, you know? Because kids are a factor with how often you're having sex. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I'm still having sex. I'll just shut the door. Yeah. Or also, like, that's why you put them to 
bed at five o'clock. Exactly. It's all about timing. <laughs> timing is everything. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are so many factors. Also, like, how often does your partner work? Right. What, like, are your schedules synced? Yeah. Because, I mean, well, okay, so as we go, like, Misha and I will insert our own experiences and yeah. opinions. And for me, like, the two biggest factors for why I don't engage in more sexual activity is A, my husband works about 90 hours a week. Yeah. So even when he is home, he's exhausted. Yeah. That's just a fact of life. And B, sometimes I have a lot of anxiety around sex. Even if I want it, I'm afraid because I might have pain. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I feel like also I I think that for us it's definitely it's a it's it's a normal thing to not have it every day. I feel like Growing up, you just think that you're going to be just banging doing like it all the time. Yeah. And I think from what I've heard from people I know and like our friends, a lot of people assume that the world is having more yeah. sex in them yeah. and that they're having crazier sex yeah. and like more passionate sex. And I think like just get that out of your head, guys. Like yeah. there's no there's perfect no normal. number. Right. And I, I think we've talked about this a lot of being yeah. paranoid. Like, should we be having more? Right. Especially but, when we got these survey results. We were like, yeah. God damn. Four <laughs> to six times a week. Okay. I or see y'all. Yeah. That's good for you. But again, that's the key. It's all about what you and your partner feel you want and right. need. Right. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. Yeah. And if it's and the other thing, like just what we were talking about with the pain, like, communication is so key when it comes to being in a relationship Mm -hmm. and sex. Like things are so much better when you talk about things. So if you feel like you're not having enough sex and you want more sex, then maybe say that. Talk about it. Yeah. I just said that a couple of times. I'm a little (laughs) warm dog, but I also, I think it's like once you become comfortable in a relationship and you know, there's so many relationships that are just built on sex. Yeah. And like for me and my Guy, like I, I just feel like there's so much more to us than just sex, which so. I think is important. And that's another thing is I think even if you do look at people who seem to be having crazy or frequent sex, like you don't know the details yeah, of their they relationship. They might also be having like crazy freaking arguments, arguments and, and they shit. might not, they might not be They're happy. Just banging out like, their aggressions. <laughs> honestly, like there are people who have good sex lives and the rest of their relationship is miserable. Yeah. So it's just one piece. It's important, but. Like, again, there's no perfect formula. Like, if you're not having sex this much, you're doomed. Disaster. Yeah. No. no. All right. So, satisfaction level. So, we asked, are you satisfied? Are you dissatisfied because you want more? Or are you dissatisfied because you want less? So, for this one, we got 36 answers saying satisfied. So, good job, That's guys. Great. Good mm-hmm. job. We have 11 who are dissatisfied because they want more. Mm-hmm. And we had one, bless his or her heart, <laughs> that is like, please get off me. I don't want this much. They're dissatisfied because they want less. <laughs> Which I'm just like, wow, you you must be like so giving. Yeah. Yeah, you're, maybe you're not talking about it. Or maybe, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, if you, want, if you want less, yeah, that means you're not being outspoken, I guess. Yeah, or you're or you're no. just okay with it, but in a deep down inside, you're like, growth. you know what? I don't need it this much, but if my partner needs it, I will satisfy right. them. Which is that's a beautiful thing yeah. too. Um, also, we found a stat that married women are twice as likely to orgasm after sex or during sex. <laughs> it's like done. You're like, oh, you're oh. Like watching Netflix, and you're like, it's happening. <laughs> Um, but I think that makes sense. I mean, I feel like yeah. once you're married, there should be more comfortability, yeah. more understanding. To talk more about what like, gets you that's off. That's not how or... it is. Like, no, do that differently. Right. Or like, we're going to make my orgasm a priority. Yeah. And not just yours because it's yeah. easiest yeah. to achieve. That's typically women talking to men. <laughs> <laughs> so our next question, we asked... Um, who initiates more often. Okay. The options were me, my partner, or we equally initiate. Okay. So 15 people said that they initiate most of the time. Okay. 11 people said that um, their partner initiates more often. And 22 said they initiate pretty much at an equal rate. Oops, that's so cool. most people, yeah. I definitely think I 
initiate or try to initiate more. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just a sexual person. I, I just mean, want it. But I, okay, so I'll say that, right? <laughs> but then, like, I'll be like, damn, I just want to have some sex. And then an hour later, I'm like, Mm, I'm tired. It's past. That was a large meal I just ate. <laughs> Maybe For real. tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> but again, I think that's like the beautiful comfortability of being in a safe relationship where, like, you know, you'll have another opportunity and it's fine. Oh yeah, like I, I, I remember like there'd be times where with when I'd be like, all right, we're having sex tonight, and he's like, me, you gotta stop saying that because you notice that every time we say it out loud, it doesn't usually happen. doesn't happen. <laughs> He's like, you're jinxing it. I was like, I don't care. And then, yeah, I wake up. I'm like, damn, we didn't do that, huh? He's like, no, I told you. I mean, I, I can relate. I think one thing I would love to work on is just going with the flow and like being more spontaneous and in the moment. Like not having it in your like phone calendar. I keep thinking. Like, a reminder of things. Like, <laughs> ding, it's time for sexy time. I don't go that far, but... <laughs> Pretty close. Or I also, <laughs> I start counting how many days we've gone without it, and then I get paranoid for no reason. You Again. have, like, marks on your, <laughs> tallies on your arm. Like, when you were, yeah. when we were separated from quarantine. six Days. Which again, like the number doesn't matter. It's about what you're feeling, what you have time for, what you want. You yeah. Know? And also, like, kudos for people having sex on the reg, but also, like, when you don't and then it happens, you're like, whoo! That, I love that. <sighs> that was needed. I love the buildup. <laughs> yeah. And the tease. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to stop planning and scheduling. Like, <laughs> I will play this playlist. I will use this blanket. Doctor, um, what does your schedule look like this week? <laughs> Paging Doctor Smith. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, or the same thing where you you like get that feeling you're like, oh, I'm going to definitely have sex tonight. And then cut to you like farting in bed. <laughs> that was, like, well, not farting in bed, but that was me on Sunday after the engagement. I was like, oh, I'm about to rock. His world, and then I woke up. I was like, "What happened last night? I don't. When did I? When did I pass out?" He's like, "Yeah, uh, immediately when we got home." I'm like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> my bad." My but that's bad. okay. You know, I think it's funny. <laughs> and we found that crazy stat: eighty-four percent of women say that they have sex to get their husband to help with housework. Oh yeah. What? That's <laughs> amazing. So I guess like maybe there's all like. Alter motives, alternative, ulterior motives. What is it? Ulterior, right? That doesn't. (laughs) What's ulterior? Google search. I think it is ulterior. Yeah, I'm like the blind leading the blind. (laughs) (laughs) Ulterior. Ulterior motives. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Ulterior. Wait, what is the difference between ulterior and ulterior? Question of the day. Either way. This is pissing me I guess, off. like, you could use sex to get things that you want. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Pause. Here's the difference between ulterior and the word ulterior with an A that I used. Ulterior in this context means hidden. Ulterior, on the other hand, is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good build-out for nothing. <laughs> Thank you to Cherry.com for shaming me. I'm so sorry. Continue. No, I just think that's funny that, like... Sex to get your husband to do housework? He should already be doing housework. Like, babe, I'll bend over if you go get that bathroom done. I'm so lucky I, that I don't have to clean the bathroom. I don't. Sorry I haven't made Aaron clean a bathroom in I haven't ever four years. made him. He just decided that that was his. Wow. I know. The first time he's, he told me was when he was home and I was at work at Blue Plate. And he was like, I'm cleaning the bathroom. I was like... Oh, oh yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time? I will say he'll usually clean around my birthday. Oh yeah. And I remember I was I was gonna have a birthday party and there was like so much to do with like food and um and like picking up ice and like just all this stuff and like making the batched cocktails and I walk in like already frazzled because I'm me and just thinking about my to do list and Aaron is shirtless Ooh. vacuuming. All right. And I was like. <laughs> oh, what a day to be born Nothing like a man in a vacuum seriously like there's so many tiktok videos where women are like getting so turned on by their husband doing chores yes yeah. so true so like true. 
it just feels great to like have help and especially if you don't ask and it's like an act of service but like can we also talk about how it's interesting how women were like oh he helps me with the chores it's like (laughs) no 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 it shouldn't be help we both live here it should be but again the only reason i do so much more is because you would have done that even if he wasn't working long hours that's true shut up that's true (laughs) i appreciate you calling me out because that's true um next question yeah how long does the sex last? So, we gave the options of, we broke this shit down, one to five minutes. We got zero of that, so good job, guys. I mean, although, like, there's nothing wrong with quick sex, to be honest. For Especially me, it's like, if something you... goes really quick, I'm like, good job, girl, you got it down Yeah, it makes you feel still. confident. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's like, you can't even hold. Okay. And again, if, if, <laughs> if you are having... Painful sex. You're like, let's wrap Two this minute up. Two-minute tops. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our next one was six to ten minutes, which we got five people. Mm-hmm. 11 to 20 minutes. Actually, 11 to 20 minutes and 21 to 30 minutes tied at yeah, 16. Yeah, for first. Yep. Each had 16 responses. 16 responses. 31 to 45 minutes, and we're getting up there now. That's yeah. seven. I mean, this is like, now this is like, this is like a... A whole, like, this is a a sex plan, you know. Then we got 46 to 60 minutes. And we had four people say that. And I'm like... I feel like 46 to 60 real life minutes is like three to five hours in sex minutes. You'd be surprised. Like, sometimes I'll, like, you know, be down there. And I don't realize how long. And then I come up, I'm like, wow! You're a lucky guy. I can't believe I just did that for them. <laughs> and, oh, also, we did give the option of 60-plus minutes, and absolutely no one said that. No. People tap out at, yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> okay, the next questions are a little bit more specific. Mm-hmm. So, we asked, do you feel comfortable receiving oral? Okay. So, 39 People said yes. Uh-huh. Nine people said no. And what was interesting is of the nine people that said no, all of them were female. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And men are like, hell yeah, I feel comfortable. Like, I haven't showered in eight days, but go for it. <laughs> also, just for the record, like, this is me doing characters. Like, my partner has never... <laughs> Said that or been gross. No. Um, just putting that out there. I don't, I don't know. even think you need that disclaimer. <laughs> okay, good. But yeah, I think that's interesting because I feel like, number one, even when it comes to oral, from when you begin to hear about it as a younger person, like head or, you know, blowjobs, like that is way more normalized than eating out. Like I remember even like yeah. when younger, like guys would be like, no, I don't do that. <laughs> stupid yeah but i feel like women it's, it's just but it's like expected to give blowjobs yeah yeah i mean this is something i'm still working through but like the idea of receiving w- was hard for me because i think it just goes back to like the purity culture i was in where you're taught for so long that like sex is bad like being sexual and horny is bad and then you can't just like turn off this switch when you get married where all of a sudden like you can be freaky and be fine with it. Like it's still in the back of your head. I've heard a lot of people say that actually. I've been listening to like a variety of podcasts where people are sharing like their experiences growing up in the purity culture and it's exactly the same where it's just like you want to be super sexual. So but like like, would you feel the same way giving? No. That's some bullshit. For sure. But again. Jesus wouldn't like that. Again. (laughs) Sorry. Jesus wants me to. But again. Purity culture is, um, I think there's much more focus on the woman. Yeah. On, like, girl, girl's purity is worth a lot. Guys, you should wait to get married, too. But, like, if you don't make it till marriage, like, guys will be guys. Guys you know? will be guys. But just like, like women, how they grab them by the pussy. Right. But, like, women, oh God, sorry. you are delicate flowers and don't let people pluck your petals. There's always, like, a rose pluck metaphor. Pluck your petals. <laughs> if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh, pluck my petals. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you use such words that sound dirty? <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I always feel like, not always, but I sometimes will feel like embarrassed by the idea of receiving 
or like dirty or like well gross. because like you know pussies <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean like freshness even, <laughs> I like here to summertime Chicago you know you oh, just <laughs> But, like, even if I just took a shower, oh, I get in my oh, head. Oh, if I took a shower, it's wide open spaces. <laughs> I just imagined your legs, like, in a split position. Yup. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it is sad, though, that, like, it was all women who said they weren't comfortable. Yeah. I don't like that. Women, I mean, open your flowers. Yeah, let, let them, them bloom. Let them bloom. Let them bloom. <laughs> Let them send out their pollen. And like, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is like, okay, actually, I'm probably going to go out on a limb and say that this isn't healthy advice long term. But like, if it's something that you want to explore and you're feeling uncomfortable, take a shower and have a few cocktails. And watch some porn. And oh. <laughs> That's an option. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. Or I don't know why I spiked did that. hot yeah, cider because that's cider. what we're drinking right now. Um, but yeah, like I think there are ways to work around insecurities and things like that. Totally. Okay. Wait, is it my turn or your turn? Your turn. All right. Last question we asked is, do you feel comfortable giving oral? Mm. More people felt comfortable giving than receiving. Which... The difference was five women. So 44 people said they do feel comfortable giving. Okay. Four said that they don't feel comfortable giving, and they were women. Yeah. All four that said no were women. So it's again. That's interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, I have a small jaw. (laughs) So, like... It wouldn't be my first choice, even though I like it. I like I like it a lot because I feel powerful and yeah, I feel I'm sexy. Go- I'm sorry. Must be nice to have a huge mouth. <laughs> Ow. Um, no, I mean, I do not mind giving because, yeah, like, there's nothing better than... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up. Sorry, but there's nothing better than this. to, like... Debilitate your partner. Well, I think the thing that's so sexy is like you are serving and controlling yes. at the same yeah. time. So it's like, oh, you like that? No. <laughs> okay, let's. It- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I do find it. <sighs> Women, we. I just. I wish that we were more comfortable with. Oral, I just, I feel like it's very interesting and says a lot mm-hmm. that both no's for both oral questions were all women. Yeah, I will and men, say. And men are like, <laughs> I actually, I'm actually surprised that there weren't any males that said that they were not comfortable with giving. I think, like, as time goes on, it's becoming more modern, a more modern expectation of, like, men serve your women. Like, yeah. Pleasure kind of, your women. Kind of longest. Even, I hate that word. It sounds like a fungus. <laughs> Do you remember the Saturday Night Live sketch where it was Colonel Colonel Ang- Colonel Angus, and so they kept <laughs> saying good like, oh that Colonel Angus always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, uh, wow! I just really got distracted. Oh, someone's thinking about giving. Wait, what Sorry. were we? Oh, but I will say like, this is a sample size and we obviously had way more women taking the survey than men so i'm sure there are some men who don't feel comfortable giving or receiving yeah that's true but from the people in my life that i know women tend to be a lot more insecure in their bodies and abilities which is so i mean vaginas are a beautiful thing i mean way more beautiful than like penises are strange i think they're both kind of terrifying (laughs) Like, what? It's just out there, and you're like, whoa. Well, but then a vagina have... is like. Oh, I thought you said a vagina. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> we need to talk later. What kind of lips? <laughs> <laughs> but then a vagina is like folds of secrets. With yeah. Like, boop, boop. 
Come look at this part. Oh! And what's behind here? (laughs) Behind door one. Did you watch Stranger Things? Yes. Do you remember the monsters in the first season? How their faces looked like vaginas in a with like teeth though. Don't you think? I would have. That's your pain that you're talking about. Like I would have never thought that that looked like a vagina. There are some days where I really do hate my vagina. You Aww. know, it's a it's a complicated relationship. We gotta work past that. Do you want to be Love. my sex therapist? Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can help you what out. Did you think I, was I don't know. Say? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> So in the purity culture that, at least the one that I was raised in, Mm -hmm. it's interesting because we were all like very set on not having sex till we were married, trying not to do anything till we were married except for maybe kiss. Maybe? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I, it was funny because I was liberal for telling some of my friends who were like, my first kiss is going to be on my wedding day. And I'd be like, I'm going to make out a lot. (laughs) So like, (laughs) (laughs) so like once you were in a relationship, were, was it literally like, okay. Cause I remember like in Glee. Okay. I'm going to go back to Glee. I like how this Um, is your reference for purity culture. Yeah, definitely. And there was this like this purity group and it was all the girls that were just complete teases. So they would do things until something might have happened and then they'd stop. And that was when Finn would 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 picture someone getting hit by a car to stop. Oh, him from I coming. remember that. <laughs> yeah. But like were you not allowed like were you allowed to like not pump you sh- no fingers? So, oh my god. I thought that gosh. was another thing where like wasn't there a whole thing where like, well, anal? Like Okay, here's the thing. How we were like taught and how we would talk to each other was like for you to be a tease is for you to call for you to cause a man to stumble. You're causing yeah. him to sin. We are, yeah. You're causing him to lust. We are testing his love for the Lord, actually. We are doing <laughs> so, God a favor. So, like, the whole teasing thing was definitely not something we were at all encouraged to do. Gotcha. Like, even among each other. Um, Wait, what? I meant, like, <laughs> we, each other, did not tolerate teasing oh, okay. of... I'm like, were you teasing your friend? Like, wait a second. Oh, man. Words. Okay. Sentences. Uh-huh. And then, and then, like, the other thing that was so weird is, like, you have all these innocent, super naive Christian girls being like, I'm going to have sex every day when I get married. I'm going to have crazy sex. I'm going to have I, such long sex. I wonder what in their mind crazy sex was. It's like, we're going to do doggy style. <laughs> I think for me, it was like pulling from movies. Like, I remember, like, just loving the idea of being pushed into a wall during <laughs> Of course it. you did. Or, like, like sitting up on a counter shelf. <laughs> that was in a movie. And I was like, ooh, adding that to my list for when I get married. But again, like, you just think, like, I'm going to have sex all the time. It's going to be crazy every day. Flash forward to marriage, and you're like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm good. Like you said, a, a a healthy relationship is so much more than sex. Yeah. And like your relationship evolves. And of course, like I think it's probably normal for there to be more sex in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then especially like if you're long distance. Well, like for me, it was like other, I did like, come <laughs> out of like a relationship that w- there was a lot about sex. And so like in my mind, that was what was. The norm, I mean, it wasn't per se what I wanted. It was just like that's what the expectation the expectation was. Yeah. So like when I met Wit, my fiance, um, <laughs> fiance, <laughs> we first of all we met like we were. I was like a year into singleness. He was he was like I'm on the cut. You know what I mean? Um, and so when we first don't ask. Okay. So when we first met, like we were like going out running the streets like dancing the night away like looking at each other all passionately like he can dance his oh god he can dance he's a dancer oh he's so good is it like he's been paid to dance no not not strip no I thought he used to be in a dance oh no he didn't didn't dance at all I mean they all had to do the crazy signs and shit but like that wasn't dancing like he didn't get paid for that has he taken dance classes no but his grandma and grandpa were both professional dancers it's in his blood and like I'm not a big dancer but like when I dance with him like when we go to weddings 
we're like the talk of the town. <laughs> There's literally this woman, she's the sweetest. The last the first wedding we went to together, she literally comments on everything that we post because she oh, loved us so much. And she's the sweetest little lady. Literally, what the other day was like, we have to invite her to our wedding. Like, we have to. She literally has been, like, hyping us up this That's whole time. So but anyway, so, like, we would be dancing the night away and, like, looking into the other eye. But by the time we got home, it was like, yeah, rip the clothes up. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, that was beautiful and magical and so much fun, right? And, like, we still have a beautiful, magical relationship right now. It's but just, it's different. Now it's kind of like, what do you want for dinner? Chicken or steak? You want to watch some Harry Potter? Hell yeah. And that's Maybe a we'll do that. Night. And then you wake up in the morning like, that didn't happen. Well, let's have a little morning sex. And that's <laughs> it. And like, it's like, all right, this is it. And for a while, it took me a while to be like, is he okay with that? Like, I was so Same. nervous about that. Like, Same. is this okay? Like, should I be doing more? Like, does he not want it? Like, there was just so much where like, oh, yeah. now I'm finally like, no, this is us. And like, mm-hmm. we fucking love the shit out of each other. And we don't have to be banging like rabbits on a regular. And if we do for like, you know, and then like we'll have a little spout where we don't. And then all of a sudden it's like days in a row where it's just like, yeah, I want that again. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) But like, yeah, a relationship evolved too. Like I can't wait to like, are like, like we haven't hit the woman prime, which is supposed to be like forties, fifties. I think if this was my prime, I'd be sad because of my medical issue. Oh no, we got time, girl. We're going to work on this. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. But like, yeah, when we get to our prime, watch out teenage kids. You're going to be hearing some weird stuff. (laughs) Just kidding. I wouldn't. Well, maybe, Um, you know, it's, it's help. I, I don't know. I don't know. I never heard my parents. Or saw anything. I heard my stepmom and dad sometimes because when I would stay at my dad's, the room I was in was right below theirs, and I could hear like, <laughs> "Oh no!" And I was like, "It's just the mice," because mice live in the ceiling. Mice live in the ceiling. Oh, we used to have. We'd hear like, <laughs> "We do." In our basement. Yeah. Our basement. I, I used was to. In the basement. I used to be so afraid to go in the yeah. basement in the winter because it'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, if you ever like." Hit a, fl- a ceiling tile. Wait, poop would wait. Down. So you had the ceiling tiles that were like squares, we so you could push do. them up. That was the same. we don't I'm anymore. I'm sure the mice are still there. But that's there. hilarious. We had the same bit. Yeah, we were meant to be friends. We had the same mice in the basement. <laughs> so I'd be like, it's just the mice. It's just. The mice. <laughs> but I knew it wasn't the mice. And then I'd maybe make a comment the next day, and then my parents would make some sort of like, <laughs> what yeah, would you comment? Wait, like, what kind of comment would you say? Be like, you were so- a bold kid. <laughs> You were bold. Bold in some ways, but it was very strategic because I was also the one that was like most obedient and most like grateful for things. But you talked. You like, well, this is me as like a teenager, like early 20s being like, so uh, the ceiling was kind of squeaky last night. (laughs) (laughs) Because I also want to be like, because I also want to be like, hint, hint. Stop fucking mom downstairs. I'm only here for a few more days. Chill. Please, please. Um, I want good dreams. But tonight. like I think there's something there's also a part of me that's like props to you because that like you shouldn't just stop having sex when you reach a Oh no. Age. Like I I want and know that my kids are gonna be like, oh my god, y'all are so gross. Like yeah. stop. Get I wanna, off like, each other. Flirt in front oh, of yeah. them all the time. That one TikTok that I sent to you where the, the dad there was like all the sons around and the dad was like, Hey babe, I wanna take a trip. She's like, what? A trip? He's like, a trip to Pound Town. And yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, oh! Yeah. I was like, that's what I want to do to my kids. I embarrass love that. The <laughs> but also, like what you were saying, just backtracking for a second, I think it's good to get outside of your head and realize that quality time is not just sex. And again, like, I, I'm realizing in this conversation how much I stereotype men as, like, needing and craving sex all the time. Me or too. we're not going to be happy with you. Well, and there are and some guys that are like that. That's true. And thankfully, like, I, I've never experienced such an aggressive man. Yeah. Um, but like there are times where I'm like, am I not sexy? Does he not want me? But it's like, no playing like Lego Harry Potter video game <laughs> and like drinking mimosas and just like eating a great dinner that like he cooked. That's a fantastic so night. Yeah. And like that's quality time. We're laughing. We're really enjoying each other. And if a quickie and jumps in there, cool. And if not, if not, if you if you play so long that your eyes are barely open, just go to bed, and that's okay too. <laughs> it's okay I just want to like something. I'm like, oh, it's going down tonight. 
And it doesn't. It doesn't go down. <laughs> I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Oh, man. Cool, cool, cool. So, what do we do with all this that we just talked about? I think we've touched on a lot of this already that we're about to give to you, but we're going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Communicate with your partner. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. Yes. There's no such thing as normal. It's about what you both feel like you want and need. And if you're not on the same page, then communicate about that and yeah. get to a medium. Yeah. Medium? God, why are words... <laughs> words know. are always hard for me, but for you... We could just blame it on a weird day. It's the spiked cider. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, compromise. I think if you have to compromise, like, do it. And, but if you don't talk about it at all, you may grow to feel resentful towards them. Totally. And that's way worse, especially if they don't know that you're upset or, like, feel like you need more sex or you're feeling insecure or you're not sure what they want. Like, just talk about it. Yep. Yep. And when in doubt therapy there are sex and relationship therapists so if you feel like it's a situation where maybe you can't figure it on your own there's always therapy Mm -hmm. and like talk to your people too because that's another thing it's like until you talk to your friends i don't know if i would say talk to your family i mean i guess yeah i guess sisters and brothers or whatever but or if you have a relationship like that with your parents so okay fine i sure don't yeah me neither um but talking to other people so that you get out of your brain the like mm-hmm. what is normal and what is not like the more you talk to people the more you do realize like oh okay I'm cool like yeah. it's okay even me talking to you guys I remember at Blue Play just like one day I was like fuck it I'm gonna tell all my friends at lunch at work like I have vagina like yeah. I have I painful it. issues but like even just saying it out loud helped normalize it and where I was a year ago to where I am today yeah is so I'm just in such a better place because even though you guys couldn't relate in the way where you're like yeah same girl yeah like a lot of people were just like wait what? yeah I was like, just looking at you with a grimace <laughs> on my face like, <sighs> yeah, like a lot of people can't relate and it's not common but it still felt good to talk about just to be like okay you don't need to outcast yourself and like feel exactly bad. like you're never gonna tell that story and then you leave and we're like guys Let's talk about Holly's broken yeah. vagina. Let's just agree, none of us are going to be friends with her anymore, right? Right? Vagina packed? Healthy vagina packed? Okay. Good. Well, that was our episode for this, for this week. About sex and relationships. Yes. If you guys, as always, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're at Loud and Louder Podcast. Also, if you guys want to leave us a little review or rating on Apple, why do I always podcast. mess it up? Podcast. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Do it. We love it. We love oh, to see the it. The reviews warm our hearts. It makes our day. Oh my gosh. But this is fun. Yeah. Until next week. This is Loud. And Louder. With, with Holly, Holly and Misha. Misha.